We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. Now, our main verses of scripture that the Lord has given us, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, talking about the purpose, are you there with me? The plant and purpose of the seed. The plant and purpose of the seed. And today we are going to look at just a few verses of scriptures or all the verses of scriptures that the Bible says about the seed. You know, when man was put into a garden, man was given seeds. Man was given plants that have seeds. Glory be to God. And we have spoken about it, that if you want more of a particular seed, then you have to sow, you have to plant. Now, let's start off with these verses of scripture. The Bible says, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden east of Eden, and there he put man whom he has formed. Are you there with me? So God planted. Are you there? God every time makes sure that all our needs, everything that we need, God will not require anything from us that he has not given us. Have that mind, please, as leaders. Have that mind. Let it be instilled in you that everything that you have, your life, your money, your everything, everything that you have is God. Then you are going places. Let's jump to verse 15. Verse 15 repeats by us a few things to read. That talks about management. That if we first position ourselves that in the beginning is God and everything that we have is God. Our creation, our be coming into being is God. And it is God that has given us work to be done. Then let us listen to the instructions very carefully. The Bible says that, And the Lord God took man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Are you there with me? So this is man's first job. Are you there with me? We are to, we are to work in God's vineyards. Are you there with me? And our responsibility is to dress it our responsibility is to what? Keep it. Last week we looked at it. People said various things. It's all being recorded and it will all be put together. And please don't joke with this uh, retreat. It will go a long way to bless you. Now, we went again last week to, talk, to see what exactly is the garden made of. Are you there with me? But when you come to Genesis chapter 1, it tells us from verse 10 that, And God called the dry land earth. And the gathering of the waters, he called the sea. And God saw that it was good. So obviously, the garden of Eden was not on the sea. The garden of Eden was on the land. Are you there? That God called out of water. The Bible tells us that, And God said, Let there be grass and herb yielding seeds, and fruit trees yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the ground. So he found out that the the nature, this gives us roughly what is in the garden. Are you there? The things that we are to dress, the things that we are to keep has these qualities. Are you there with me? So we started looking at, are you there with me? What are the various things? Are you there that the Bible says? Because there is a spiritual principle here. Are you there with me? The spiritual principle is that the seed, are you there with me? The tree is only one. The prototype, the first tree is only one. But man has the grace to multiply. Are you there with me? And it is multiplied through the seed. 
It is multiplied through the seed. It is multiplied through the seed. Man has the grace to multiply and it is multiplied through the seed. If you get this, are you there with me? Your ministry will never be the same again. Your finances will never be. In fact, everything that the Bible says that is a seed has this same principle. Everything that the Bible says that is a seed has the same principle. Is somebody hearing me? Not even to talk about in Genesis. Let's go to probably the first thing that you and I, are you there? We should know that it's a seed from the words of Jesus. Are you there with me? Jesus calls the word, are you there with me? He calls the word of God a seed. That means that the word of God has this characteristics are you there with me the bible also says i'm going to give you references to all that the bible the next thing that the bible also says is that the bible says human beings you and i we are a seed are you there with me and there are references to show even jesus christ himself he came at one and he was able to multiply and all of us are able to multiply and multiply and multiply adam was a seed are you there with me then Animals, okay, animals still fall in the, um, how do you call it, the same category as humans in a sense. But in Genesis chapter 7, Noah's instruction, when it was being repeated, it was given in Genesis chapter 6, but again in Genesis chapter 7, it was repeated. And whilst it was repeating, it says that the fowls that go into the ark two by two, they are seeds for future fowls, future birds of the air. Are you there with me? The word that was used was that they are seeds. Are you there with me? So seeds, are you there? The spiritual law of seed is that seeds are given by God and seed has the ability to multiply. Are you there with me? Now, the Bible also says that our money is a seed. Are you there with me? Our money is a seed. And there are so many other things. Are you there with me? That the Bible talks that they are seeds and there are references to it. But today, I just want to talk about the characteristics. Are you there with me? What the Bible says about seeds. And the word of God as a seed, if time permits. Okay. Now, after here, we see what Adam was asked to do and what Adam was to deal with. So every one of you, you should understand me. That if you are put in the garden, what are you going to dress? You are going to dress trees, you are going to dress flowers, you are going to dress and herbs, you are going to dress grass. That was what has grown. Are you there with me? Whether animals were also there, are you there with me? That was what were put in there for now. Are you there with me? And you have to know these characteristics. Glory be to God. In Genesis chapter 8, something interesting happened. The Bible says that man that god saved didn't allow man to drown this is noah he took part of the seed and he offered it to god and verse 22 something interesting happened here in genesis chapter 2 let me read from verse 20 the bible says that and noah built said seed is mentioned again and harvest are you there with me the Bible says that and Noah built an altar upon the Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast. Are you there? These are seeds that he is taking. Are you there with me? He took of every clean beast. Okay. 
then the bible says that and every clean fowl these are seeds are you there with me that he has taken because genesis chapter 7 the bible says that these are seeds and offer them as an offering unto the lord and the lord smelled the sweet savor and the lord said in his heart i will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake for the imagination of man's heart is evil from the youth neither will i again smite anymore every living creature as i have done whilst the earth remains seed time are you there with me you see whilst the earth remain seed time and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night will not cease are you there with me in other ways god says that he's not going to generalize everybody any longer because what noah did really moved him really 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 moved him that noah can make this sacrifice to avert a curse that was upon mankind so now what is going to happen is that it's been a spiritual principle that almost every curse is averted by sacrifice almost every curse is averted by sacrifice in respect when you go to the churches the voodoo's every your fasting and any sacrifice turns things around okay that is by the way we'll look deep into it if time permits us but one thing that i want you to know is that why is it that the first time the first thing that he mentioned was seed time seed time and harvest are you there meaning that when it comes to the time of sowing be the word of god be yourself be it your finances and you do not do it you will not get a harvest is somebody hearing me now the interesting thing about this is that you see we as leaders are you there with me this congregation that god has given us we can easily gather 50 or more we could have 50 and multiple services of 50 are you there but how does disciples multiply how do they increase the Bible says when the word of God, the seed of God in our mouth, when it increases, the discipleship will also increase. So you have to know that you are a bag of seed. Are you there with me? You may not have it all. Are you there with me? That's one of the things that we are going to learn. You may not have it all. But if you decide to hold on to what you have and you do not sow it, the discipleship or the souls will not increase. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? In the same way concerning the finances. In fact, Let's, let's go to Ecclesiastes. David, in the book of Psalms, there's a few things that the Bible has said about the seed. But the Spirit of God is leading me to, because I'm preaching without note, is leading me to Ecclesiastes now. Now, the Bible tells us that this is why we should depend on God concerning what to do. Are you there? God says that there will be seasons. There will be seasons in life, but every season has a purpose. There will be season in your life. There will be season in my life. There will be season in the life of the church. There will be season. There will be season in your marriage. There will be season. There are seasons. Are you there? And it's up to us. It's up to us to do what we are to do on a particular season. Are you there? There's a season to sow. Are you there with me? And there's a season to harvest what you have sown. Are you there with me? Now, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. The Bible gives us 
a little insight concerning season. Remember, the last verse of scripture that we read, the Bible says that so long as the earth remained, and this is not Patrick Evan, this is God. He says that so long as the earth remained, so long as the earth remained, seed time and harvest. Are you there with me? Cold and heat. Are you there with me? Summer and winter. It will never cease. Are you there with me? And we are experiencing cold and heat. We are experiencing summer and winter. Are you there with me? But when it comes to seed time and harvest time, we know that the farmers all around have understood it. Right now, they are very busy getting ready for the autumn rain, getting ready for the rain in autumn, preparing their grounds. Are you there with me? So it is we, the firstborn of the kingdom. Are you there with me? Where the incorruptible word has made us. Are you there with me? It was Jesus came out of the word and you and I are born again as of the incorruptible word. So we are also made up of the word. Are you there with me? We are bag of the word and we have to understand the management of the word. We have to know how to handle the word of God. We have to know, the Bible says, steady to show yourself approved as your, part of your leadership instruction. Steady to show yourself that the workman need not be ashamed. You should know where. The Bible says the words rightly spoken are you there with words that you are rightly spoken? They are apples of gold in pictures of silver. Is somebody hearing me? We have to learn where to use the word of God. Glory be to God. Now, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the Bible tells us about seasons. Are you there with me? And this is where I believe that every one of us, we should just bow down or humbly ask for the Holy Spirit to lead us into seasons and what to do. Glory be to God. The Bible, in fact, tells us that talking about seasons, it says sometimes we are even hypocrites in the sense that Jesus said to them that, listen, you, you can determine whether it's going to rain by the sky. You can, how come you don't understand seasons? Are you there with me? So every one of you, I, I believe that there is something natural in our lives that tells us that, listen, this is the time. This is the time. You don't just get up in the morning and you just keep up. It's a season. It's a time for sowing prayer. It's a time for sowing the word of God in a form of prayer. Is somebody hearing me? Beginning of the week, it's a time. We have to understand these things. The little insight that you get, try to pass it on. Try to pass it on. Try to pass it on. I have come, taking this time aside. Are you there with me? Just to sow into your life. And I believe that God, who is the God of the harvest, are you there with me? It is God that gives you the body. Whether God is going to use this word to bring you prosperity, whether God is going to use this word to bring you healing, whether God is going to bring this word to make a leader out of you, whether God is going to use it, God can, it is God that will decide that today, Patrick Heaven, what you are sowing, this is what is going to come out of it. But my part to play is I have to pray to the Lord of the harvest. Because I am sowing seeds this evening, I'm going to sow seeds tomorrow, I'm going to sow seeds Friday. All planned for leaders. It's not Sunday. It's not for Sunday believers. Is somebody hearing me? Now, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, this is what the Bible says. It says, to everything, there is a season. Are you there with me? To everything, there is a season. Either there is a season. Then the Bible says that there is a time for every purpose under heaven. Are you there with me? No. Adding up to the last verse of scripture that we saw, that means that, you know, seed time, there's a season for seed time. Are you there with me? And there's a time for seed time. Is somebody hearing me? There's also a time for harvest. There's a time for heat. 
And there's also a time. Are you there with me? There's a season. Are you there with me? He goes on to say, and a time for every purpose under heaven. You see, there's a time to be born and a time to die. Then it says that a time to plant, that is so, and a time to plug up that which you have planted. Are you there with me? A time to plant, and there's a time for harvest. Are you there with me? And it let us be very good at this, at our management skill. Are you there with me? Because you see, you are a seed that God has put you. In Matthew chapter 13, Jesus says something very interesting. Very interesting. He says the parable of good seeds and bad seeds. Whilst he was explaining it, he says the good seeds are the children of the kingdom and the bad seeds are the kingdom. Are you there? The bad seeds are the children planted by Satan. So human beings ourselves, are you there? Wherever you are in your corner, wherever you are in your corner. You know, last week we started learning something interesting in Sunday service. Are you there? That we shouldn't be carnal. For the weapons of our warfare, are you there with me? It's not carnal. Are you there with me? It's mighty true God in the pulling down of strongholds. You have to understand how to walk on water. As Peter walked on water, it wasn't by carnal means. If it's carnal means, I will build a bridge. We'll put a board over but it wasn't by carnal means. It was as a result of faith in the words of Jesus Christ that caused him to walk on water. So when the Bible is trying to tell us that, listen, our weapons are not carnal. Your financial breakthrough, because the enemy wish that you will not break through. Your enemy wish that that debt will stay on forever. The enemy wish that you don't have any happiness because of financial strength. The enemy wish that your source of breakthrough is not godly breakthrough. And there are other troubles associated with it. Are you there? Because the Bible says the blessings of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow with it. So meaning that there are certain blessings that come our way, but it comes with other sorrow because it's not God's way. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 19 and also Mark, um, the book of Mark chapter 10 that a rich man came to Jesus and he said to Jesus, running up to Jesus, he said, what shall I do to have in eternal life? Then Jesus says that do the commandment begin to list. And he says, I have done all this from my youth. But what else? He said, Jesus said, you know what? Go and sow and give that you will have heavily. You'll be rich in heaven. And the man was, are you there? And so he found out that there are certain riches that we accumulate for ourselves, but there's no happiness. Are you there? There are certain homes that we buy for ourselves. There's no happiness. There are certain things that we buy. But when we go God's way, when we allow God's way, and the way to allow God is these words. These words. Let it fall into a good heart. Let it fall into a good heart. Be determined. Be determined that you will not let these words bounce off. But determine that these words that are being sown in your life, these words that are being sown in us, something will come out of it. The end product will be God. That is God's intention. That is God's intention. God has to be seen. The Apostle Paul says something interesting. He says that when he pleased God to reveal his son in me, who separated me from, this is Galatians chapter 1, 15, 16 and 17. He said that when he pleased God to reveal his son in me, who separated me from my mother's womb, are you there? And to preach, verse 17 says, and to preach the gospel, to reveal his son in me, and to preach the gospel. See, I conferred not with flesh and blood, but I went into the desert of Arabia. Are you there? So it makes me understand how the end product of Paul has turned into, his letters has turned into the Bible today. 
Are you there with me? You see, so you find out that if we actually believe that I'm going on outreach, I'm going to sow seeds, but the person that is going to make it happen is God because He is the one that will influence the harvest. I will pray before I go on outreach. But if I do not understand that principle, I will not pray before any meeting. I will not pray before any camp meeting. I will not pray before any service. I will not pray before if I know that this. This, how do you call it? This song that I'm singing, this praise and worship, it will deliver people, people's burden. I tell you, there are heaviness that people are carrying. People are carrying unforgiveness. People are carrying bitterness. All sorts of things. People are carrying financial stress. People are carrying all sorts of things. And we, the ministers, when we come and we open our mouth, are you there? We open our mouth. We open our mouth. We have to minister grace to the hearer. But it doesn't just happen. We have to go to the Lord of the harvest. One of the principles that was given in Luke chapter 10. He said, go to the Lord of the harvest. The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. But pray to the Lord of the harvest. Later, the Lord of the harvest has been told in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that he is able to give every seed that we sow a body. Chapter, you can sow a church. Are you there with me? We can sow a seed as a church to another ministry and it will turn into members rather but not money back quality members that love god and want to hear the word of god is somebody hearing me is somebody hearing me is somebody understanding me okay now the next thing characteristics let me read this one before we go to what jesus said also now the bible says something interesting here about seeds are you there with me? And that refers to whether it's your finances, is the word of God you are sowing. Listen, it has the same characteristics. Are you there with me? The same characteristics. In Ecclesiastes chapter 11, are you there with me? All of it talks about the power of the seed and the characteristics of the seed and the purpose of the seed. Are you there with me? But one thing that I just want to take here is verse 6 are you there with me we'll come back to this the bible said that in the morning sow thy seed okay the seed is used here again just as in ecclesiastes chapter 3 it says plant it says in the morning sow thy seed in the evening we hold not your hand for thou knowest not which will prosper whether this or that are you there with me so you find out that then even the timing of the seeds are you there with me sometimes you sow in the morning and you sow in the evening all do not prosper the same. But he says that sometimes to all prosper the same. That means that every time we should be sowing. Are you there with me? Because he says in the morning, sow your seed. So seeds are so that if you take the word of God, are you there with me? You are sowing it into the life of your child. Oh, God bless you. You are sowing it into the life of your partner. I love you. You are sowing it into your partner. Uh, Words into, are you there with me? And an unbeliever's life or a work colleague or you're encouraging in the form of a prayer. Are you there? It's something that can be done in the morning. It's something that can be done in the evening. But it's also trying to tell us that, listen, if I'm sowing a prayer into your life, the word of God into your life in the form of a prayer, it is very likely that the morning will not be the same. The result of the morning will not be the same as the result of the evening. Are you there with me? Based on this, in certain churches, they take two offerings. Because they believe that after you have heard the word of God, you demonstrate your faith better than before you hearing the word of God. Others also believe that, listen, when you come and you give, are you there? When you come and you really give, it demonstrates that God, I believe in you. Others also say that when you, after you have heard, so they take first offering and they take second offering. Are you there with me? But for you, are you there with me? It's telling us that your morning prayers 
or your morning outreach and your evening outreach, it is very likely that one is going to be better than the other or all is going to be good. So what does it mean? You have to sow. Definitely. What Anything that you discover today, are you there with me? You see, if you really understand me after the retreat, and you see, if you play down on this retreat, I will not, I will not personally show. This time I've grown, I think I've grown in ministry. I'm a bit matured. I will not show any bodily or anything, but I'll just know that you are not serious. Are you there with me? And I know where to put my attention to. I know where to sow my seeds. Are you there with me? I know where to say quality things. Are you there with me? Why am I saying this? Because we were supposed to go on a retreat and you paying about 200 to 250 pounds for three days. Are you there with me? And now it's so be that we are having it online on Zoom recorded. If you don't get these recordings and hear it over and over and over and over again, then there is a problem somewhere. You are not taking, you don't, you don't have a clue that life is made up of words. The very creation or the rotation of the word, according to Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2, the rotation of day and night is as a result of what God said. And your very being is as a result of the word. Jesus Christ is as a result of the word. Everything, happiness, your father is as a result of the word. The whole world is as a result of the word. So please, let us take these words very seriously. Let us take, let our attitude towards the word. Are you there? And also understand, come to the realization that the greater one is living in you. And the greater one feeds on the word. Are you there with me? And be determined that the one in you will come out for the world to see. Either through your singing, is that through your smile, is that through the work of your hands as an engineer, is that through the work of your hands as a nurse, is that through your writings? Are you there? Be determined that at every time, in whichever capacity you find yourself, the greater one in you, are you, because you are the temple of God. You see, the fact of the matter is that God lives in you, but whether you are going to allow God to come out or you're not going to allow God to come out, it's a different thing. Whether you like it or not, God lives in you. You like it or not, God lives in you. You just have to understand and boldly allow him out. You diminish and let him increase to the glory of God. Are you there with me? So the Bible says in Ecclesiastes that in the morning sow thy seed, in the evening we hold not their hand, for thou knowest not which will prosper. So we find out that seeds, are you there with me? Here they multiply. They prosper. We put one seed down, you will not get one seed back. This is a spiritual principle. You put one seed down, you not get one seed back. When you tell somebody Jesus loves you in outrage, you not get Jesus loves you back. You will get multiple, multiple seeds. Multiple seeds as a result of that that you did. Are you there with me? When you put certain seeds into the offering, you will get certain things back. Remember, he is the Lord of the harvest. It is him that gives it a body. The Bible says that neither this or that or whether both shall be alike. Are you there with me? He said, whether both shall be alike. Are you there with me? Then another thing that he also says is that, listen, if you observe, verse 4, he says, if you observe the wind and the cloud, you know so. Are you there with me? You remember in Matthew chapter 10, when Jesus sent them out, and also in Luke chapter 10 again, when he sent them out, he gave them certain instruction that don't regard man, don't look at their face, don't regard man. Because if you regard man, are you there? sometimes you can go on outreach and only pick the black people. You can go on outreach and only pick a particular, your kind. You can go on outreach. Are you there? If you regard, because the seed is a seed. 
You don't know the power of a seed. You don't know the power of a seed. The Bible says that if the clouds are full, they will empty itself. The Bible talks again in uh, the characteristics of a seed in Mark chapter. Listen, he says, listen, you don't have, it may be the smallest, the smallest of all the seed, but when it's sown and it's grown, when it's sown and it's grown, so what will go on outreach? Are you there with me? We don't say anything than the word of God. You have to be a specialist of the word of God and be sowing it. If you sowing it, be sowing. probably what you have sown is the beginning. Somebody else is going to add to it. Somebody else. But when the clouds are full, they will touch their life. It so happened that sometimes by the time we go through, certain people have already, God is already working on them. Is somebody hearing me? The Bible talks about, Jesus says something very interesting, that when he got to Samaria and met the woman at the well, and he sowed the seed into the woman's life, when his disciples came and said, eat, he said, no, 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 I have meat to eat that you do not know of. Then he says, listen, the reapers and the sowers, everybody is working. Reapers and sowers, everybody is working. People are working for souls to be saved. People are fasting and praying for souls to be saved. Others are also going out. Are you there? You may not know in this our little assembly. We have tried as much as possible, which is working gradually. That after church, there is prayer going on. Prayer going on in the smaller room and other places. Are you there with me? Smaller to back up the words that have been spoken because he forever lived to make intercession. So the seeds that we have. Somebody is praying. Somebody is praying to back it because we are to be saved to the uttermost. We cannot be saved and we fall off along the way. Even we are in a very critical time. And the Bible says that, listen, the time that we are living in, people will misbehave so much that the love of many will watch good. But they that endure to the end, meaning that there are tendencies that we can fall away. There are tendencies that you can live a good church. There are tendencies that you can lose your friends, your godly friends. There are tendencies. Are you there? Because of the love, the love, the love, the love of many will wax cold. How would your love wax cold? Because of disappointment, because of bizarre things that others will do. Are you there? Because some of the things that people do, you don't even understand. You cannot even comprehend. Why? Why would somebody do that? Don't take any consideration. Are you there? But it's the season in which we are living in. So you have to hold tight. I remember the old London buses. It's only a driver and this thing. And you know, you can jump on at any time, but you have to make sure hold tight because you can fall off if you decide to hang at the back. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight. It's your responsibility to hold tight in Christianity. Don't joke with it. Is somebody hearing me? You as a seed can bring blessings to many in the name of Jesus. What Jesus says concerning the word as a seed in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.